Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Bradley Cooper. He's gone from a struggling actor, tortured by alcohol, to one of the richest, most successful Hollywood stars of all time. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be looking at his relationship with alcohol. We're going to explore what his drinking life looked like, why he did it, and how it changed his life, as well as looking at how he got sober. And today, you'll also find out which other famous Hollywood star was inspired by Cooper to ditch the bottle, and he has still been going strong for five years. So make sure to stay tuned. So, Bradley Charles Cooper. He's been nominated for four Academy Awards. In 2012, People magazine declared him the sexiest man alive. Three years later, Time included him in their list of the 100 most influential people in the world today. Reportedly, in one year alone, between 2018 and 2019, Cooper earned a whopping $57 million. His net worth today is estimated at over $100 million. As Hollywood stars come, it doesn't get much bigger than this. But... How exactly did Bradley start out? Well, his first TV appearance was at the age of 24 in 1999, when he actually appeared in an episode of Sex in the City. He would then struggle for a few years with minor roles in various TV series and movies, until he got his first big hit with 2009's The Hangover. This movie would go on to rake in close to half a billion dollars worldwide. It was followed up by other massive box office hits like Limitless, American Hustle, American Sniper, and A Star is Born. Not to mention two more massive sequels to the original Hangover movie. So, as I said, after his first role in Sex and the City, Cooper spent the next few years struggling. He was often getting passed over for roles. And his appearances on Alias, the TV series that he was playing at the time, got cut down. Now, at some stage, he actually seriously considered packing it all in and changing careers. There were a variety of factors at play here, and I don't want to oversimplify things. But there is no doubt that according to Cooper himself, that alcohol and drugs played a massive role in his career problems. Now, it is important to stress here that he was not your stereotypical alcoholic or problem drinker. You know, the kind that you see in movies. It's not like he didn't show up at the set for work, and it's not like he passed out in front of the camera or anything like that. It never got that bad, on set at least, because offset was an entirely different story. There's one incident that he described in an interview a few years ago. He was drunk at a party and deliberately banged his head against the concrete floor to show everybody how tough he was. And then when he started bleeding, he banged it again one more time, just in case anybody still doubted his toughness. Now, he ended up spending the entire night at the hospital. In another interview, he said, I remember looking at my life, my apartment, my dogs, and I thought, What's happening? I was so concerned with what you thought of me, how I was coming across, how I would survive that day, he says. I always felt like an outsider. I just lived in my head. Now, for Bradley, the turning point came in 2004, when he was just 29 years old. Now, Cooper is generally open to talking about his addiction and subsequent recovery, but there are some things that he has chosen not to share, and will probably never find out everything. So he didn't actually give us the particulars of what happened that year. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Because at its core, 
The problem wasn't the personal stuff that was happening in his life at that time, or the stupid things that he'd do when he was drunk, or even the fact that his career was failing. At its core, at the most fundamental level, it appeared that he hated himself for drinking, because he knew that every drink was taking him further and further away from fulfilling his potential. In his own words, I realized I wasn't going to live up to my potential, and that scared the hell out of me. I thought, wow, I'm actually going to ruin my life. I'm really going to ruin it. I knew I had to make some changes if I ever wanted to fulfill whatever potential that I had as a human being. I felt a huge sense of responsibilities to my parents, especially to my father. His father having been the person who helped him get into acting. And just like that, he packed it all in. He has never had another drink since that day. Slowly but surely, his career started turning around. He started getting more and better roles. And only five years later, he became one of the most recognized faces in Hollywood with The Hangover. Bit ironic, right? In 2015, he sat down for an interview with Barbara Walters. It was part of a series of interviews called The 10 Most Fascinating People of 2015. In your late 20s, you stopped drinking. Stopped drinking, yeah. Very difficult? No, beautiful. Unbelievable. Better. Oh, are you kidding? I would never be sitting here with you. No way, no chance. Because? Because I wouldn't have been able to have access to myself or other people or even been able to take in other people. Uh, if I hadn't changed my life. No way. And I never would have been able to have relationships that I do. I never would have been able to take care of my father the way I did when he was sick. So many things. Now, this part of the interview was quite bizarre. The fact that one of the most celebrated journalists in America would actually ask her interviewee if his life has changed for the better or for the worse after he stopped drinking. Now, let's just think about this for one second. If he had been addicted to heroin or cocaine or whatever else instead of alcohol, would she still have asked him that question? Of course not. It would have gone without saying that yes, of course things have changed for the better after he stopped using. So why this double standard when it comes to drinking alcohol? Why do we have to question the obvious? Is it just a social bias because alcohol is legal and other drugs like heroin and cocaine are illegal? Well, that can't be the reason because smoking cigarettes is also legal. But she would never have asked him that question if they were talking about cigarettes. Now, there is one reason and one reason alone for this double standard. It's clearly because the alcohol industry has been very successful in convincing modern society that alcohol is a unique drug, that it's a drug that actually offers real benefits to its users, real benefits, and that once you stop drinking that you're somehow going to lose the benefits. Now historically, the tobacco industry was also extremely successful in this. Well into the 1960s and 70s, the tobacco industry was able to sell society on the supposed benefits of smoking, be it the taste, the image, the sociability. Collectively, we all viewed tobacco in a completely different light. But the pushbacks by governments and society at large was so strong that today, tobacco is seen by everybody for what it is a useless poison, and smokers aren't glamorized in any way. They're ostracized, made to smoke outside in the freezing cold and pay a fortune in taxes. Alcohol, on the other hand, is the single toxic drug on the planet today which society still accepts that it has benefits to it, and to some extent, its users are still glamorized. Anyway, so going back to Bradley, it's clear from what he says that he's found stopping drinking easy effortless and life started changing for the better. But what was the downside? What did he lose out on? Was his social life adversely affected? Was he somewhat less sociable, less charming or bubbly as we say in the UK? Well, this is a very common fear with all drinkers, especially those in outgoing sociable professions where social connections matter. Actors, entrepreneurs, singers, artists, public speakers, celebrities, you name it. So 
Here's how Cooper describes his social life after stopping. Oh, I'm actually myself. And I don't have to put on this air to be somebody else and think this person still wants to work with me. I was rediscovering myself in this workplace and it was wonderful. I was grateful and happy to be working and filling that void in smaller moments. These kinds of fears are holding back millions of people around the world from stopping, even though at their heart of hearts, they desperately do want to stop. People ask, will I be the same? Will people still like me? Will I still be the life of the party? And the answer is, you can. Not only will your social life not suffer, but on the contrary, it will flourish like never before. Today, Cooper has one daughter from his ex-girlfriend. Andy also lives with his mother, who moved in with him after his beloved dad passed away. In 2020, Brad Pitt publicly credited Cooper for being his inspiration when he stopped drinking in 2016. In his own words, I got sober because of this guy and every day has been happier ever since. I love you and I thank you. The two of them were recently spotted on a night out together and they were drinking sparkling water. Now, no two people's road to freedom from alcohol will be exactly the same. For some, like Cooper, the light bulb just kind of goes off one day. Everything clicks and they never have another drink in their life. The whole thing is effortless and instant. Overall, a pretty awesome story. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com. Thank you.